everyone and welcome back to tap cap transmissions the only star wars podcast that currently has a special guest who hasn't been on for a while but first i am Corey, joined as always by justin eckhart's ladder how are you doing tonight justin i think there's plenty of uh star wars podcasts which have had you know missing time with their favorite guest facts and logic yeah when is the andrew tate episode oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is, is he back on Twitter yet? Did he get banned from Twitter? I don't know. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Right before we went live, I saw Kanye just <laughs> did his and did like 10 more ramblings. I was like, I don't have the emotional energy for this right now. All right. Well, we have already lowering his chances of being asked back in the future. We have Charlie returning. I believe your last episode was for uh, when we made our predictions for the end of Mandalorian on which Jedi it was going to be. Yeah, you know the who, what it was. Did we'll, I say we'll talk Cal? about we'll talk about it. Also. You, yeah, you, you, you said, said Cal, Cal. Kestis, I think. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, at the time, it was the only Jedi you knew of. Even though <laughs> shut you up, had, you had not actually finished. Uh, you had not actually finished Fallen Order yet, which I I'm still not convinced you have. No, he's admitted he hasn't. But that was a <laughs> that was a fun that was a fun episode. Um, a lot There's... a lot less room for speculation in Andor. Jedi Survivor like, comes out in like three months. Is it that soon? Oh or four goodness. months, maybe. But yeah, you, you don't have like. Are you going to finish Fallen Order? Yes. Charlie? Yes. You're gonna, yes. You're gonna. Literally, you're gonna finish yes. the video. Yes. No. Not the video. No. <laughs> Not the video. No. 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 The shovel's back there for where I buried it. So, yeah. <laughs> you gone. say that, but there's no shovel yet. It's just unless <laughs> where you're saying buy shovel. I'm, I'm working. I'm working. It's Even though you've told him Justin you've had this shovel. Part two. I'm paying the, someone uh, to do it, and I'm going to claim SSD it rampage. Myself. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Fuck now. It, it, they're all uploaded on X2. Just not not posted. Not set to public. <laughs> Promise. I swear. <laughs> don't check Justin. But it, it's oh, you there. know what happened last night? Actually, I was doing a clip. So for those who don't know. If you've only listened to the podcast, you might not be familiar. Charlie uh, runs a couple of channels with me and Corey. We all kind of contribute on the X2 channel uh, and we all kind of collaborate. And then Charlie also runs the X Clips channel uh, and his own channel, the family bovine and bovine clips. And uh, so if you're not understanding, that's kind of we work together aside from being friends. So well, to be fair, so yes. I only ever made one video for X2. Like, I was never really a full partner in that. But this year, that's about equal to you guys. So, <laughs> thank I probably, not- yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually over it. <laughs> All right. Well, today's today we're going to be talking about Andor, kind of uh, getting Charlie's full thoughts on the season, focusing yeah. a bit more on episode nine for us. Uh, but any other news we want to go into before? before talking Andor? Um, I will say this isn't news, but this is what I was going to mention. I fully edited a clip yesterday, took the whole 40 minutes, and saw that Charlie had uploaded basically the exact same one. Uh, and I didn't even notice. I knew that was going to happen. That happened to me with you at one point as well, and I had to ditch the whole fucking video. I'm going to put it up as a short today, I think. What, what, what was the same topic? It was the Leia one, the scene from this episode we're about to talk right. about. Right, yeah. yeah. Have you guys considered like maybe, it. like, coordinating a little? Mentioning what you're working on? <laughs> we don't communicate at all what no. we're working on. No. I, I haven't I, messaged him in five days. Yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been fucking in one for the past five days. So Charlie's yeah. just been... no. We've both been nose down. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I guess uh, podcast news wise, we're going to be talking about Andor this week. Uh, next week, there will almost certainly not be an episode because uh, the three of us are going to be in the same room instead. Uh, there's like a, I a think 2% there's a chance, chance we'll get drunk and then I pull up my phone and say, hey, Corey, say well, something. <laughs> I, it's, I'm going to be coming over on Wednesday afternoon, which means I basically need to bring my laptop with me and a microphone so mm-hmm. that I can do videos on Andor and have something for the week. Uh, so well, yeah, yeah. if I'm in my hotel room with a microphone, there's like if we decide yeah, we want to talk chance. about something, especially when Andor then, comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I, I kind of figured I wouldn't be seeing you much on Wednesday because it sounded it sounded to me like you were going to need time to recuperate after traveling. It depends on when uh, whether I sleep before going on the plane or I fly there and then sleep because mm-hmm. my flight is at like 8 a.m. So. Mm-hmm. Where, oh, you we'll arrive see. midday. I arrive in the morning on Thursday, so I'm just going to do what you guys do on the day. Mm hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes but sense. There was uh, the news that the Black Series figurines oh, yeah. are based on the Knights of the Old Republic remake designs for Bastila and Malik. So yeah, did you see that, Charlie? Because that happened at uh, at uh, MCM. I right? Charlie even I, know, did a I, made, I made a shot on it. I made a shot. Oh, well, did you see it in person when you were there? Uh, no, but no, I okay. knew where it was. Dude, I went yeah. to Halcon. So fucking shitty. Part of the reason was okay. I didn't expect it to be. Sh- so I, I got the kids all day, right? Um, so I don't usually do stuff before, you know, six thirty, seven. So I didn't expect everything to be done by seven. I get there. I, I show up. It's almost completely like empty because the first night they closed the they closed like the main concourse down with all the stalls and stuff at six o'clock p.m. I've never been to a convention before, but that seems really early to me. Um, six o'clock on yeah. Friday. MCM yeah. shuts at five. Really? Okay. So I, I guess it's just me not knowing. But anyway, I get there. All I see standing there on the escalator coming down, two fucking fully dressed up furries. Nobody else like within <laughs> 10 meters. I walk in. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, so I walk in. I go to the coat check. Uh, I I'd actually paid extra for like one of the fast pass things. Because um, I forgot to do the media pass application. And yeah, so I, I I got my badge and stuff. I walk around. There were like a there were still a few like because it was like it was in the Halifax Convention Center. There were a few levels of, of activities, but it was all like I just wasn't interested. And I showed up too late. I couldn't find any parties, so I literally just hopped on the ferry and like went to a bar and grabbed a few beers and went home. It was really sad, bro. I feel you on that. I've had a similar experience going on my own at London Comic Con. It's it's ass on your own really ass mm-hmm. well my plan was to find somebody that i knew right or like find someone who knew me and then find where like the party was because there were after parties and stuff i could have probably found but i don't know at that point i was just i was not into it yeah that i i i don't go for the for, for the for the event stuff anymore it's it's bit ass i mean originally our plan was that uh charlie and i would be going for yeah halifax comic con but is it just Halcon or is it Halifax Comic Con? It is Halcon, yeah. Okay, Halcon. Halcon. So, uh, luckily, we didn't do that because Dana had a right. work trip uh, two weeks ago, and she's going on another one, or not a work trip, sorry. Uh, but she came back and had COVID, so had 
had we stuck with that plan, I probably would have had to cancel. So, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe we, maybe I I think it could have been fun if I had been the whole time. So maybe we look at it, or we go to comic like London Comic Con or something some year. But yeah, well, next year uh, Star Wars celebrations in London, but I'm mm -hmm. not going to be going for that. Tickets sold I'm out. I'm like not that. going to be going for that. Well, so no, it's just the I, way I, you I said it. it was really funny. Yeah. Uh, the subtext yeah. was what Charlie said. No, I'm too good yeah. for celebration. I'm not going to be going to that. It's gross. Um, but yeah, let's let's. Is there any more Star Wars news that you mentioned or that you saw? Did you, did you have any thoughts on the figurines? I mean, I it's Malak and Bastila. They kind of look like I, I expected them. Malak looked a bit more bulky than I thought, but. I like the neck brace change, I think. But uh, yeah, beyond that, yeah. like, I'm not sure how much is going to be a one to one translation from the game. Like, I don't know how closely they really were working with uh, Aspire. Yeah, I would guess not at all. But and, like the I, I've never been that impressed with the Black Series figurines. I don't I'm not I've yeah, never been either. like a big action figure guy either way. But I have one. We'll see. Right here. I got Chopper. Chopper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then I had a Calcastus I got when I went to do a review of Jedi Fallen Order, and um, Imogen took it the other day and tossed it off my desk, and now I've got somewhere on the floor, uh, what's the droid? Oh, here he is. The droid snapped off, so he's just... Brilliant. So, Charlie, oh. uh, Calcastus is the character <laughs> from Jedi Fallen Order, and uh, the droid is named BD-1. It's also from Jedi Fallen Order. You wouldn't know. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Before we get into the, into the episode, did you guys do anything for Halloween? Because it is our, you know, post-Halloween episode. I think I hid in my uh, basement and streamed Victoria 3. Did you uh, give out treats or anything? We had treats, but I don't think... Uh, I don't know if people didn't come to our house or if they used our doorbell, which doesn't work. And mm -hmm. we just never noticed, so we got to we got to eat all our candy. Dude. Uh, I will. Oh, Sorry, go ahead, Charlie. No, no, no. I, no, I asked you guys. I went to a really posh hotel for one night, mm. and uh, and everyone looked at me funny because I wore my boys' shirt, <laughs> and I wasn't, and they wouldn't let me into the restaurant. So we ordered Domino's. <laughs> 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 I didn't, I didn't meet their dress requirements. So, yeah, that's a, that, it. Happens, it happens. <laughs> um, August went as August is fully obsessed with Star Wars right now, like every time. We get because so for one, he's got little tablets in the car, right? For long trips. Every time we get in, even if I'm just driving him to school, can I watch Revenge of the Sith? Can I watch Empire Strikes Back? Those are his two favorite. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, no, but he tries to watch it. He watches at least half an hour of Revenge of the Sith every fucking day. I swear. Um, <laughs> Ask him for any, uh, any clip ideas. I've gotten clip ideas from long drives where I hear it in the back because, like, I can hear it when he's watching it. He's got headphones, but I don't usually, he doesn't usually wear them. So I'll just, I'll hear him watching it and I'll be like, not a bad idea. Um, but he went as. Were Anakin uh, and Obi Wan really smarter than this? <laughs> no, I actually got one clip I did uh, a couple weeks ago from him, but um, he, uh, he wanted to go as Darth Maul uh, for Halloween. And the only Darth Maul they had at like the local spirit Halloween was a weird one from like I don't know if it was from like the Clone Wars or something where he's like shirtless and yeah. like really buff and stuff. So we end up ordering him one from Amazon, and his grandparents got him a Darth Vader suit for his birthday. And he ended up deciding like the night of that Darth Maul sucks and he wanted to be Darth Vader. So <laughs> that's what he did. There you go. 
There it is. <laughs> but we like uh, we've got a big um, toy like costume chest that the kids play with, so it'll be it'll be used in the future. Yeah, everyone <laughs> has one of those until a cat decides to litter box. That's why we don't let our cat inside. Rob was being banned. Yeah. So have I, to be honest. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Andor, Charlie, do you want to give us your general thoughts on the the show before we get right into kind of specifics about the recent episodes? Uh, my initial thought in one sentence about Andor is everything after this is going to be one big letdown. Mm. Well, how did you feel <laughs> actually about uh, Tales of the Jedi as well? Oh yeah, true. Here? Um. I think I think a lot of people didn't like it as much as I did. Actually, I oh, really? really liked Dooku stuff. Soka yeah, stuff like, is just like I feel like uh, it's generally been pretty well received. Yeah, I agree. Other than me like and he, Justin kind of like a bit poo poo on it, but yeah, me and Justin complaining about some of it in our Facebook chat probably uh, yeah probably skewed your perception of how people uh, saw it. I was looking on on. Twitter just for video ideas when it first came out and the initial response I guess from hardcore fans wasn't like ultra positive because it's supposed to be like additional Clone Wars stuff mm. but, um, uh, and I, I think a lot of people were not happy about the, the retconning stuff as well in episode mm. 6 but man yeah. like Dooku's stuff was so good especially when Qui-Gon Jinn looked like he was straight out of the Rolling Stones in episode yeah, 2 yeah he kind of did didn't he <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I think I mean Jesus Christ, the voice actors for for who are there for the impersonations was phenomenal. Mm. I couldn't believe Qui Gon Jinn's voice actor there. Yeah, well, that Liam guy Neeson sounded exactly like back. Liam Neeson. He did come back. He, yeah, he for voiced the, for that the, for the yeah. old scenes for the one scene where he's like of age. Yeah. What? Guys, oh, I told okay. you guys about that trend of Liam Neeson pissing himself in public, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I I remember this. <laughs> okay. Actually, probably, yeah. Just Google Liam Neeson piss stain after. Like, I, don't know, I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like Bad Batch people will remember. Like, I, I feel like when Bad Batch was on, people generally really liked it. So once that comes back, people will probably be reminded that hey, this is actually pretty decent. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know if we're if we're in for a bunch of letdowns after Andor, even if uh, Andor probably did raise the bar. Expectations. But, but Charlie really loves it though. Like he's been saying after every episode, it kind of is exactly what he wanted. And Charlie's kind of less of a traditional Star Wars fan than Corey and I. Like you weren't that big into Star Wars before you started work, right, Charlie? With with not me. really. Still yeah. hates it. Yeah, <laughs> H hadn't watched a Star Wars since two thousand and three. Nah. Um, <laughs> when you watched uh, yeah, the Force Awakens in two thousand three. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't massive, and I got to say, I, I couldn't really. Him about the the outer experience of of Star the Star Wars world when watching Andor because it's it's just a brilliant spy espionage film uh, TV series on its own. Mm -hmm. mm. Do you have a favorite episode so far, or a favorite moment, or something that really kind of stands out? Okay, so um, I would say a lot of people are going to say like, um, is it episode uh, six? I think where like obviously they're doing the uh, the escape. Yep. I'm. Uh, I mean, if I'm if I have to block out and not say the last two episodes or the last episode because you can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you I'm, want. I, I would I would say the escape scene. Just I made a short on it, and I'm really glad the video did the well. Music, the music, you like the music, yeah. All of that was 
insane, especially for the last scene of the last episode. Like, mm-hmm. nominal. Like, yeah. Ugh. The music has been really good throughout. We got some interesting stuff. Uh, I guess we would have covered it. I think Corey, did we cover the the Nymo stuff on the channel on the podcast yet? I can't remember. Uh, no, I don't think so. Right. So we've gotten uh, the last three or so episodes have had a very different uh, brand of music. It, it's still been great, but it's been almost um, like cyberpunkish at times. The Nymo stuff was definitely, you know, of its own uh sound although apparently going back and listening it's been worked into the show at various points i think it was in the very first scene as well when they're in the club Mm -hmm. um but but yeah they've been doing some really interesting stuff with music so i i agree we're Um, getting a lot more of like actual in-universe music too which like mm, yeah that's how we got jizz it's always been it's always been great when we can hear what people are actually listening to in star wars that's true I just can't understand the concept that they brought on John Williams for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, I can't remember a single bit of music in that show, but I can remember everything in Andor. Yeah, you know? it's fairly forgettable. The The best music for Kenobi was honestly that trailer where it was just like Duel of the Fates and... Um, mm-hmm. Nowhere and, to be seen. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like the the Star Wars shows that have had more memorable sounds have been the ones that have kind of gone away from super traditional trying to replicate like your your standard star wars soundtrack like if you think of the mandalorian you can immediately yeah. like hear the the yeah. theme song in your head even yeah. book of boba fett stuff which was like a bit more tracking towards what the mandalorian did but it, it was still like its own sound while still sounding like star wars yeah i gotta say mm. i was re-watching um the mandalorian and i uh, re i I, I love The Mandalorian. It's still my favorite. Season one probably is still my favorite. And I, I got that feeling, you know, when the little Mandalorian chime comes in. And like that to me is like the most that I felt like a kid since like, you know, watching modern Star Wars. When that, that mm-hmm. little chime, it's, you know, it's, it's just it's something about it. It's just a great little musical cue. Yeah, the themes are banging, especially the Book of Boba Fett one. I think I prefer it more than the Mandalorian one. Yeah, that one was good but, too. I like that. But um, except the, except yeah. the last time where it goes Fett, do 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 do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not no, no, like we could have building the whole season towards that. I just think, oh. Uh, okay, but that mixed version of Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian themes together was sick. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Anyway, uh, so you've been big on the music. Was there another kind of big scene that you've really liked or a uh, theme you really liked or so- just something else from the show that really kind of has, has stood out to you? One thing I really uh, like is um, there was a tweet about it, wasn't it? Uh, the actor for Dedra Miro, mm-hmm. where she said the next episode, that like rooting for her energy will just dissipate, like completely... <laughs> if that's the right word about yeah, like yeah, yeah. um uh like it, it was it that actually happened you're like rooting for her as she was the underdog and now you just know oh my god she's absolute evil incarnate you know like yeah it's, it's great to see that and uh i want to make sure on that too actually <laughs> yeah that's been really good I, i'm glad that they you know it's it's always tempting to to throw the redeemed imperial arc into anything when a character is well acted and people like them 
But with her, that she's just unapologetically evil, and like you do, kind of like root for her in like a you know Walter White sort of way, where like mm. she's very competent, and you know, and you get so many uh, scenes from her perspective that like it's hard not to see her a little bit as like an antihero. But then you're right, the recent episode, she's just been like totally evil, and I mean, everyone loves Bix, and she did Bix dirty. So at this point, mm. um, yeah, and plus uh, Cyril as well. I was wondering, and we, we probably talked about this a little last time, I was wondering whether Cyril was going to have... I didn't think he was getting a redemption arc, but I kind of thought that um, maybe his experience in kind of Imperial Center, like on Coruscant, maybe that would change a bit where he saw like, okay, this is actually corrupt as fuck and they're doing all these things that aren't actually that mm. cool with like, you know, increasing people's prison sentences but no he's totally he turns out he's totally cool with that and is even weirder than uh, dedra so yeah that's like, a good point the, like you go Corey. the best kind of outcome that you could expect for both of them is like they realize that the system that they're serving is corrupt but they're still entirely in alignment with the actual goals of it like they're the kind of imperials that wouldn't go from the empire to the rebellion they're going from the empire mm -hmm. to like the fucking first order or some shit yeah, I, I think Cyril at a point like could have been like I, I think he had enough going on fucked up in his life between like his mom and his, uh, you know, if, if he had been in it for a young age, I think he had a bit of plausible deniability where, you know, Andor did kill two people and it is kind of fucked up that no one cared. Um, so I think there was a point where maybe he could have, you know, realized the error of his ways. Obviously, they didn't go that direction, though. I think he's a black sheep, really. Like, I don't know where they're going to take him at the point at this moment compared to all the other characters. Like, we thought he was going to get a redemption after episode three. That didn't happen. And we thought we, he was going to start teaming up with Dedra Miro. And that was hinted at a little bit. And then it looks like it's not really happening, at least yet. I think it's so, going to happen in some way, but maybe I think not. He might. They might go the insane route because he's I mean, obviously really creepy then. Yeah, he, he needs a more? restraining order. That's is, is, is it possible they do go like the school shooter route with him? Like, mm. and just have him fucking completely break down? I think so. Like, I think that's he's, where he's he going. looks insane. He looks absolutely insane. <laughs> he's going to be going to hunt Cassian on his own or something with like, yeah. he's going to be denied the resources of the ISV. The, they're not the establishment that he thinks he's serving is not going to respond well to him. And mm -hmm. he's going to try to take it into its own hands. But like, he was also completely unwilling to listen to as much as his boss wasn't doing anything about catching Andor. he was also ignoring the fact that like his boss laid out exactly what did happen of like, mm -hmm. you don't want to investigate this because it, it's not going to end up the way you think it is. Like, Part of the corruption there wasn't just we're not investigating this murder. It was it was our fault the murder fucking happened in the first place, too. And yeah. Cyril kind of ignores all of that. Yeah. 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 I would love to see him go insane, hunt for Andor himself, and Andor ruthless, ruthlessly kills him. Because that's just going to tangle up everything. In yeah, I, I think it'll be hilarious if, like, he was just randomly shot. Like Andor didn't even think twice about it. He's just like he's been living his whole life for this moment, like tracking Andor down, and then he's just like a fucking random casualty. I, I can see that happen. Know who he is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the point. Too. 
That would be so good because it's. I love the blurring of the lines between rebels and um, and and the empire, especially when uh, what's her name um, is now on the hunt to kill Andor. Um, what I forget her char- the character's name. Edra. Um, no, oh, the leader Bix? of the. No, not or Bix. not Bix. I mean, um, Val. Oh, Val. Yeah, Val. 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 Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, will there be some sort of questioning of like this isn't what the rebels are about killing people that uh, have insider knowledge like i mean it kind of is because cassian does that very thing same thing at the start of rogue one there's that one guy who's injured and cassian just fucking shoots him so the stormtroopers don't interrogate him <laughs> yeah didn't they mention that place too uh cory in the recent episode i thought the uh, rings of um i didn't I what it's yeah I, th- I thought that did the rings of tangerine oranges Harry's <laughs> chocolate orange yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, what what do you guys think is going to happen? Like, is Andor going to try to, or are they going to try to put a hit out on him? Is that something that's going to play out, or is that going to be a short lived thing? I I don't think that's going to stick on him unless that's just like the immediate way that Vel dies. Because I like if we think that it's going to end up with Cyril and Vel hunting for Andor. Like, next episode, we have presumably the prison break, however Andor gets out of the prison mm-hmm. there. And then there's two episodes left. Uh, and the riot, if, probably. Yeah, like if there's if there's two let's hunt Andor and fail plot lines going on for those last two episodes, I don't know if, like, like do, do Vel and Cyril end up working together in some kind of way? Mm, that's interesting. I don't think. I mean, yeah, I think she's gonna be gone. Like one thing they talked about is she's gonna lay low for a bit on Jandrilla. Um, yeah. So, because I mean, otherwise, yeah, like I could, she could run into a uh, Cyril who's standing on a corner with a big fucking cardboard sign, um, <laughs> like those fucking uh, what are they called? The Fallon Dong guys, Dong, whatever. You see them anywhere if you go to Toronto or a big city. That could be him, like just standing there like shouting at people and then she reaches him but i don't think that's what's gonna happen will fast for cash yeah exactly go fast for- <laughs> or like that guy in uh remember kodor uh cory there's like the one guy who's like fuck aliens and then you can like either yeah. agree with him or <laughs> <laughs> aliens don't exist in the andor cinematic universe though there aren't many aliens i've got a theory for the last three episodes okay okay i i think Next episode, we don't see Prison Break. We see the setup for it because we've got a hint of what they're doing, mm-hmm. and 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 how many? I think it's twelve. Did, they, did he say twelve? I think twelve men. Yeah, uh, it was yeah, really I'm, it was really underlined in the episode, Charlie. Yeah, it was it very was. earned I, I, twelve, and you've just completely forgotten it. <laughs> no more um, than twelve. Oh no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're wrong, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think we're going to see the plan for the prison break because that would be like the beginning of the, the final arc, really. And then I think all of the forces are going to be coming to one point at the prison, I think. Andor's going to be trying to get out. Vel, Vel's going to try and kill him. Cyril gets the information of where they're going to find Andor and he's going to try and go as um, a vigilante. A vigilante. And, uh, and they're all going to be combining into one point and it's all going to be a mess over the course of two episodes okay that's my theory i yeah. very basic one probably wrong but 
So you're thinking like the prison break is going to leak into the to the final bits. Well, yeah, I think that's going to be the the point of uh, of where everything unfolds as they're escaping. I think maybe. Did you guys ever work in any kind of like food service thing? Fast yeah, I worked food? at a I worked at a Smitty's. Uh, no. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's like a breakfast. Uh, okay. Breakfast restaurant. So I I know it's not quite the same thing, but watching the uh, watching the production line stuff in the prison was giving me flashbacks to trying to hit service times. Oh McDonald's. yeah, the- oh. yeah. He's he's falling into it, and I can relate to this. It's like, oh, he's got one hand in the greaser. It's like, don't worry, just get the fries ready. Look, <laughs> guys, we're, we're up three, we're up three. Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah, that's that's 20 so second service times, we're good. Or actually, 13 seconds for breakfast, and then you're good. But That did remind me of... That. Smitty's was kind of different, because it was... I also worked at the movie theater, where they had what was... They did have rushes, where it was like... the The, the theater times are organized so that people come in while you're cooking popcorn... Because the smell is like the best way you can sell it, basically. Uh, And then on those big rushes, like if it was like the 7 p.m. rush, you know, it was the fucking big one because it's like, oh, you got the all the big blockbusters are coming. It's like the peak time. Smitty's was kind of similar because you'd have like two big breakfast rushes, the real early ones and the people that come at like, you know, 10. But. um, But yeah, that definitely reminded me of that, too. It was. They did a really good job, I think. um, Showing how oppressive it was and showing how freaked out Cassian was to be in there. Yeah. Over, especially in the last episode, episode eight. Well, they also made yeah. strokes canon, as we learned. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to say that final scene. My aunt's going to be episode. so pleased. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, She's still alive. She loves, she loves uh, Disney Plus, so. Well, only half of her brain, but um, I, I got to say... I, <laughs> I uh, I love the final scene from from that episode. Good, gotten the music with it as well. Yeah, just uh, Andy. Uh, what's his Circus. last name? Circus. Circus. Golem. Uh, Golem. Uh, Golem. Honestly, Planet of the Apes guy, monkey. I've seen people he, legitimately claim that uh, like they think that he that Kino is going to turn out to be Snoke, just because they're both played by Andy Circus. It's like, what are you fucking? Snoke's played by Andy Serkis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not know yeah. that. Yeah. Pretty much um, anyone that really that they really need to get a, a good I guess besides CGI. for the dragon and the hobbit, if they need to get a lot of expressive emotion from a CGI motion capture character, get him in. God, it's just he's such a great character because he's like he's a level of authority that isn't Empire. So there's this weird like misunderstanding of who he might be or something like that. And this is kind of sorry. No, go ahead. Shouldn't I, but, but just, just like, I mean, just to see him join the team and, and all that is just like, man, I'm so ready for that. Yeah, and I think the difference is you're right. He's not Empire, and he's also kind of like a bit, a little bit more of a benevolent authority. He, like, he's not, you know, he's not an asshole to be an asshole. Like, he's not punishing people because he wants to punish people. He can't really punish people. In fact, mm. he's a hardo because. He doesn't want the floor to get fucked. You know, he wants everyone to get out. He's definitely looking out for himself, too. But he's like, yeah. you see, especially in the recent episode, that he he cares a lot. And I was kind of wondering, I was like, man, how much time has Andy Serkis wasted being behind um, a computer character when, like, his, his, like, half of his acting was just 
like emoting in his face and like yeah. it was just yeah I was, I was oh, quite more. impressed like that, the... that wait, you, you go Corey no nope, I was gonna say something else uh, I was I was gonna say the, the the fact when when he says you want to keep your men in line and you uh, because there was two cuts one before oh, he said you want to keep your <laughs> there's like two two separate cuts of his face before the doctor said it and afterwards and his face was completely different on the second shot and it was just like yeah. what do you fucking mean keep my men in line it's like <laughs> oh my fucking god man <laughs> you know you, you know uh tony uh gilroy hired 109 british actors in andor 109 all with speaking roles i believe it i mean like, that was uh, like the original star wars George yeah. Lucas said the decency to dub half them out. <laughs> <laughs> decency. Wow. Like the, no, the thing with Kino is like a lot of the last few episodes have been showing how much of the Empire's power is less because like the Empire is just this one big thing that can exercise that power and more how that pressure is applied in specific areas to make all these other groups that are kind of victims in themselves do that work for them. Yeah. So there was that with Kino that was showing how all the uh, the rebel infighting is stopping them from getting anywhere and they don't want to pop up too much between uh, how Luthen's acting and how Saw was like refusing to work with mm-hmm. the other uh, list of other people mm-hmm. that he didn't want to work with. Yeah, like the, the Nazis, Twitter. the mall rats, the leftist Twitters, <laughs> the scumbag Redditors, the, uh, the piss baby simps, the... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I, 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 I have I, I have to say after watching episode nine, I, I not and I, I, loving it that much. Not only am I I I I'm more frustrated with Star Wars fans for not watching this fucking show. I'm also more angry with um. Wait, what am I angry with? Yeah, I'm more angry with the Jedi. I like I don't give a I don't give a, a, a fuck about Jedi's now because it's all. <laughs> It was all the rebels were all put together by normal people, and the Jedi's take all the credit. I, I have bad <laughs> news about about the Jedi in this period for you, Charlie. <laughs> There's not too many left. Yeah, I well, know, but oh, they suddenly start showing their faces when things start to look that look positive, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, I'm here. Like, <laughs> you're fucking twenty years late, you knobhead. Like, yeah, What's well, they're Cal-Wary? not here, but like, we're gonna. We know that in the background, Ahsoka is working with uh, with Bale, although she's not. Uh, yeah. She's not actually. No, yeah, we uh, we know what she's doing at this point. No, she's not actually this... a Jedi at this point. Oh yeah, because this is Rebels t- time as well. And we know like that, that. Uh, Luthen's probably communicating with other Jedi through uh, Plo Koon's faceplate <laughs> in the store. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's, that's it's true. people like Kina that make me realize just how much I hate him. It's just like. Luke's been chilling on Tatooine, going, "Oh, he's hot over who, isn't it?" And like, well, he's not, like, he's not a Jedi. He's a Jedi yet. He doesn't. And he's only fourteen and, and or thirteen. He, <laughs> he knows like two hundred and ten of my men have died for you. Luke's only thirteen. He's like <laughs> him and his one pube gonna fucking take down the Empire. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I know, but Anakin won a, a space race. I don't know. So like, space. You know, he's got no. Excuse. Is he playing Civ, Civ on the side? <laughs> I just, I, I just, I find, it, I find it that the the rebel, the rebels were built by people who don't people, have yeah. special magical powers, and then the people who do start popping up near the end, you know. And yeah, yeah, that would have been something they could have dealt with better in the sequel trilogy with Leia not becoming a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be. 
driven by the people for the people. And then the Jedi are like, don't worry, lads. We'll fucking take it from me. I mean, we've talked about it a lot with the new Jedi Order, but there's some some sus Superman stuff going on in Star Wars in general with how the Jedi end up. But Yeah. I, I, if I was a rebel, I'd hate the Jedi right now because not only was the downfall caused by them and the whole clone trooper army being built by a Jedi commissioning a big art commission or whatever, and uh, and then now and now they take all the credit for the rebuilding of of uh, the Republic or whatever. Whatever. I mean, the, it was really only after. one Jedi though. Like, it really only Luke. I and to be fair, Sifo-Dyas thought he was commissioning just his OC from the Kaminoans, but... <laughs> Make sure it's got a, a nice tail. <laughs> oh, I love Django, mate. <laughs> but uh, to get back 10, to 000. the... So there was the, the chart of, like, Andor viewership, but that turned out to be much lower than what the actual numbers were. Did they put out mm. an, an actual... No, like a, he never did for some reason, which is really dumb. So uh, we don't know exactly what that looks like. And according to just what I saw of what he said uh, afterwards, that it was much closer to some of the other shows than uh, people were saying, obviously closer than that chart, which had it like literally no one was watching literally it. like two orders of magnitude. <laughs> yeah. Lower. So uh, there has been some numbers. There has been some numbers uh, from Nelson.com. Uh, where they Nelson. actually look at minutes, yeah, the Nielsen ratings. But, but the problem is nice. with those is like Nielsen ratings are essentially just um, like surveys and stuff. Like they used to use actual TV boxes, uh, which is like if you hear like a, a TV box, they literally hook it up to your TV. Yeah. They'd take like they'd record what you were watching and use that to like extrapolate data. I personally don't mm. think Nielsen ratings are particularly useful when it comes to streaming services, like. And you'll see, like, whatever a big show comes out, like with the Mandalorian, like there were there were um, I don't think it was Nielsen, but there were like analytic firms saying the Halo TV show was more popular than the Mandalorian, which is just like it's just it's just genuinely not possible. Um, I, that that's why that's why what I do is I only uh, because you look at the streaming section, I only like look at the originals and stuff like that. So, but but yeah, yeah. it's. Netflix is going to dominate that because it's much easier to install Netflix on a smart TV or whatever. Like, it's I don't, more I don't commonly know if that's Netflix. true now. I think most TVs have Disney Plus. Mine does anyway. Well, it, well, in that case, then it's like Andor is in tenth uh, place uh, mm. for the week of October third to ninth. So the other um, thing you got to consider is like, okay, so you, you take Andor. It's total watch minutes for the series for the show, right? Mm. So something like Andor, and the thing you're referring to, I think, came out after about five episodes. So that's got five yep. episodes worth of right. time. Or something like the Desperate Housewives, or Keeping Up with the Kardashians, or fucking Blippy mm -hmm. has you know a hundred times as much they, content. Yeah. How long are those it's got episodes? Ten seasons. Well? Yeah. yeah. The Dharma episodes, are, I think, are a lot longer, and and uh, and there's ten episodes of them as well. So you're right. Even even though we've got these graphs and not really telling us much of anything until Disney gives out their own numbers, um, which they never do. They'll all they'll say they is do. highest. They'll say, "Oh, this was the highest viewing," or the this was a new record in mm. week one, or because like I remember when Kenobi came out, they were like a little unclear about it. They were like, "This is the most watched premiere ever," but the Kenobi premiere was like two or three episodes, so. Yeah, 
I think the best way you're going to look at it is by just looking at Google Trends for and yes, compare, comparing. Like She Hulk, Turning at Law compared to Andor, because it's both on Disney Plus. They both released at the same time. Um, I think She Hulk, no, oh, uh, well, I mean, like, well, now She Hulk's finished. Mm-hmm. But during the final episode of She Hulk, which I think was in mid October or early October, mm-hmm. Andor was beating it. So, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, yeah. I um, I hope I'm hoping that it's high enough that it doesn't discourage Disney from going with other series more in this direction. But uh, I think like the the actual response to the show, even if the viewership hasn't been as high, uh, which we probably will never know, uh, has probably been positive enough that they're not going to shy away from the style at least, even. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're probably <laughs> able to realize that uh, the baseline appeal of the show probably wasn't going to be as widespread based on uh, Andor himself and the fact that the title of the show was Andor and that it was so focused on mm-hmm. that. But my f- my theory on it is that it's going to do a Breaking Bad because Breaking Bad didn't get big until season two, season three, like uh, near the end of season two. That's not when it until it blew up. Season one was dead. Uh, in in terms of viewership, and I think that's what's going to happen to Andor. I think something's going to happen big in season two, and it's going to blow everything up. For season one, as well, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, there's more yeah. widespread interest as time goes on. I, like, I think it'll definitely just... age better than some of the other shows will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know the the also the thing about a streaming service is like w- once you get people on the platform, it's like you know. It's not like a TV show where it's going to be broadcast once. You get the you get the ads from it once. This is kind of a permanent part of their library. So yeah, um, which I think we talked about before. Mm. But uh, but what are your thoughts on episode nine? Because we, we've been talking around the subject. I haven't heard from you guys about the final episode, Corey. I. Uh, I, I think that so far the prison stuff, or at least the episodes with the prison stuff, have been my, my favorite arc so far. Mm. Uh, I think it's still been getting better with each one. Though I think the Aldani stuff might go down a little bit uh, compared to the first arc for me. But uh, yeah, I, I'm loving what they're doing with the prison stuff. I was thinking I'd probably get sick of it at the start of the last episode, seeing that like I, I saw that they were kind of showing Andor getting ingrained into the the culture of let's make as many of the gubbins as we can and I was mm-hmm. kind of at at first thing like oh this is just going to be a whole episode of this but then I was back on board within like 3 minutes. No. Mm-hmm. You would it would have been so much better if it was on Bell Savis though, right? Uh I'm glad we we went on the transport we did. I don't need more Bell Savis. It's boring <laughs> as fucking tour. There's okay, but I But it's cool in Children of the Jedi. Is it that cool anywhere? It's I guess it's very snowy, yeah, it's so it's cool. Frozen and yeah. then not frozen in the little crevices. Yeah, that that is very crevices. cool. Yeah, but we uh, didn't. This is basically Belsavis with uh, water for the snow parts and metal for the the other sinkholes. It's the same kind of style. Mm. Can I jump in on that opinion, Corey, for for, for the prison stuff? Uh, go uh, for it. J- 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 I know I'm cutting off heck here. Sorry. No, um, don't. Uh, I uh I when when he got caught like put in prison and all that and I was just like oh six years I was like 
Dude, that's kind of like a weird segue. He was just in Florida, just leave him alone or something like that. <laughs> and like, and I didn't know why it was just going in that direction. It was weird, right? Like it was just very abrupt and it just happened. All of a sudden, six years sentence, lol, because you look it's kind weird. of the point. Yeah, and then I thought that was a bit strange, but now after this, it all brings back to what Lufen said it, uh, after the Aldani breakout. He says, this is the plan. We're, like The Empire are going to double down um, uh, because of rebel activity. That's why they're not letting people out of the prison now. They're doubling down uh, on um, uh, building a, a work ethic or whatever. I don't know. They're doubling down, and it's suffering the people, and it's going to make them revolt more. And um, and we see it in Kino. Lufen's plan has worked on Kino. He's now revolting well, against, you know, the system. The prison stuff was always, like, they were always looking for that workforce. Kino was never getting out. Like, that, that part was always going to be similar, even if now they're uh, expanding those measures. Like, that workforce was there before, was going to be there regardless of what Lufen was doing even if uh, some elements are probably getting more strict for it. That, that's true, but I do fit. But I mean, like the, the woman that was given the sentencing saying, oh, it used to be a six-month yeah. thing, now it's a six-year. That's obviously because of Aldani. And, and now I do believe they were letting those prisoners out. But now yeah. after Aldani, they're cycling them through. They're not letting them out anymore. I suspect, like, yeah, maybe for... yeah. I, I was kind of wondering that too, because surely not everyone who got a two-year sentence was just disappeared forever before this period um like i well, I, I do that, think like there probably was maybe a chance for some people of getting out of imperial prison service before the the aldani thing and these mm -hmm. new measures but now it's like listen you, you can excuse whatever you want and you've got you know you've got the the, the fake public policy reason for doing it i mean the doctor said it himself he he said verbatim not anymore so that's true it makes yeah. me think that's changed so yeah that's a good um, point actually and that's why i think lufen's plan is now in action two episodes in and mm -hmm. yeah. we're gonna start seeing those effects in season two yeah yeah but they're always gonna need the chair rollers that they're making regardless that's true it's always part of the plan i kind of figured I, I what did you think those were Corey and charlie i thought they were uh ch like chassis for uh for probe droids uh, it doesn't look oh, like yeah, that to me. Point. I think it's like the. I think part of the point is that it's something really unimportant that we're yeah. never going to know about. Like yeah, they're doing definitely. this. There's so many theories like, oh, are they working on the Death Star parts? Like, no, they're not fucking doing that. The whole thing is that it's supposed to be this kind of mindless mundane, mun mindless evil that. Mm -hmm. Like they're not doing something super important. They're just slave labor to keep Imperial society going. Mm hmm. Rotating grippers for starfight uh, uh, tie fighters. The grippers to hold the tie fighters. Let them down. Rotate. Drop another one down. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the basis for the kind of desk that Cyril sits in in his office. <clears throat> <laughs> Could you imagine if your right is that mundane? It's like one of those spinning tables you get on a really big. It probably table. it probably is something so like that. Like, condiments. It, it's, <laughs> it's probably like one part of like. It's probably like the fucking housing for one thing on one like fucking sanitation vehicle. <laughs> what they don't show you is that like they go, they make them in that room and then the night shift disassembles them. 
So the parts that they're working on each day are literally the Bro. exact same ones, taking it apart and putting it back together. Could you? Um. Oh my god! I think that is actually true. You've convinced me immediately. I think that's actually true. Corey, what do they call it in uh, economics again? When it's like supply and what are the widgets and? Uh, it's just it's the widget and the you know we were taking economics course. They always use like three things. It's like widgets and then whatever. These these will be the widgets, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. Chat is talking about the lack of aliens in Andor, which is true. There is. There was I made a, a few short aliens. on this and got absolutely fucking shit on in the comments. <laughs> like every comment is saying, "Did you ever watch Star Wars? There's no aliens in the Rebels in Episode Four, and these plot lines wouldn't have aliens." And it's like, okay, but what I'm saying is, the when you're trying to do a show that's about oppression like this. It's a missed opportunity if you don't use the fact that there are aliens in Star Wars and a big part of what the Empire was doing was very bad for the aliens. It's not that, oh, there there weren't aliens for five years in the Star Wars galaxy and then they came back later. Like, yes, the Empire is xenophobic, but we're not just seeing inside the Empire right now. We're seeing the results in the the execution of the Empire's policies that would have included that kind of xenophobic stuff. So there there was an opportunity to have at least some presence for the alien storylines. Even if you don't have something that is directly focusing on the aliens, if you have the part where like the sentencing is going on and you show a different transport of aliens being taken off to a different prison, like mm-hmm. Cassian gets sent to uh, Nakina and the, the Belsavis transport, you see a group of some other non-human species getting loaded up into that. That would have been perfectly fine too like that would have been enough we don't have to have like the whole thing focus on it but there's no mention it's not even just that oh they're xenophobic that's why we're not seeing it there's no mention of the fact that it's bad for aliens it's literally just humans everywhere so you're saying the empires either killed them or put them in cages and sent them off to the outer room the writers put them in cages yeah it's I mean, you're right in that, like some, like Aldani, there was no room for aliens because they're but trying. But they to... they made Aldani. They could have made it whatever they wanted, and they chose all humans. Well, no, the entire the entire idea is sneaking into an imperial prison base. You're not going to have a fucking Athorian putting on a imperial jumper. But they're the ones that made that entire planet be only humans. Really but I'm saying you can't have an right? alien imperial. I'm not saying you would. I just, I just don't, I just, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I also don't agree with that complaint. Like, I, I feel like there have been enough aliens. There had, there's been one with, uh, with lines and it's been comic relief. Yeah, that's fine with me. I don't know. I, like, I, I, I actually kind of agree that for me, it's just more impactful with people. But I do think that there should be at some point a, a plot thread about how, yeah, aliens are, getting it bad but i i actually like the fact that imperial tyranny at this point is just fucking wide and everyone is getting it but i think it's a missed opportunity to show that element of it for a show that's trying to show these different angles of how it impacts people and how they respond to it and it doesn't i i understand the whole like you're not going to get the emotional connection with alien characters because they're harder to make look good Mm -hmm. and but you don't need to have them be at the forefront you just need to have slightly more presence of them than the the comic relief bodyguard guy and the one that hops <clears> off the ledge at the weirdly like oh yeah have stuff like them getting onto the transport getting in the yeah. sentencing stuff 
Like that's a very oh. simple thing that would have helped with the world building there. Yeah, Instead, no, there's okay. two in the background at Mon Mothma's party. There's the one that hops off the ledge, and there's the one that's just there to uh, intimidate Andor with the uh, with the debt. It's kind of funny. Like, I actually was. I th I think the if anything, there should have been less aliens at Mon Mothma's party. But yeah, I agree. Like, I, I was expecting there that to be something in a way where like the like the alien senders are losing their power and you know it's becoming mm -hmm. more humanocentric but mm -hmm. no i agree I, I, I fit it's perfectly I, I fine mean, we... to have that angle but it also mm -hmm. is not in the text anywhere like it's very obviously just we're not including the aliens in the story so we're not including the aliens in the story they're not mentioning mm -hmm. the the downsides for them at all and it's so easy to throw in little elements of that and obviously, I'm not saying that this like ruins the show or anything. I just think it's one area that's a missed opportunity for them. I, I mean, there is a theory that like, I mean, I mean, I'm making a very broad guess here, but like, there was a lot more aliens in the prequel trilogy, um, right? I'm assuming, um, and may maybe the Empire do completely wipe the majority of them out. I mean, Dedra Miro did use did say that they com did complete genocide on the species. Yeah, there were some uh, species that had that. But like, look at episode six, where you end up with uh, a much bigger amount of different aliens in the Rebel Alliance. And that yeah. comes down to like practical effects more than anything. But it's not like the Empire just eliminated all the alien species in 20 years. That didn't happen. Yeah, and it's I not guess... just about like, oh, they joined the Rebellion later, because we're not seeing the Rebellion right now. We're seeing the Empire's impacts that lead to people wanting to rebel. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe we're just too close to the uh, inner inner. What's it called? Inner what? Inner rim? Yeah, um, maybe. Uh, maybe because the planets are just too too close to the inner rim, where there isn't going to be any aliens. Where I probably be they've been ousted to the outer rim, like Tatooine. But Corey's saying it's just a missed opportunity. I I do see I do see where yeah. you're coming from, uh, and I. I I agree in that it might have been even if it wasn't played up like this, having Coruscant be a stark contrast where it is all humans are very clean uh, or sterile, I guess, rather than clean and lots of humans versus um, versus, uh, you know, some of the other planets would have been interesting. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something they should touch on. It almost feels like at this point that a lot of like the show is, it, it, yeah, no, I, I was going to say it almost seems like the show is kind of trying to tell the story explicitly just through what Cassian is seeing. Uh, you're right that having, you know, separate alien, like a separate shittier alien transport would have worked. Yeah, like you don't need to have them be at the forefront. You just need to have something to even subtly point at what's going on more broadly and the fact that the galaxy isn't just humans. Yeah, I I don't. I'm kind of wondering if that's an idea that they're just not playing on in the show. Like, it, it almost seems to me like maybe they're just thinking the Empire treats everyone the same way, like equally bad, which obviously isn't kind of held up in other sources. And I mean, they did genocide that one species, but I wonder if that's something they're purposely ignoring or just something they haven't got to yet. Mm. I don't know that they're gonna get to it. Like, they're mm. when you're setting up. Uh, even like Ferrix having a, a bigger element of that population be non-human because that's like a, a mishmash of people from 
different places it seems yeah. like it's not yeah. uh really anything particular there or having the like the transport the prison transports be that because like it, it makes sense that like you could do the whole prison arc without a single alien in it because like you can make it explicit that this is like a, a segregated thing yeah because there's no women either that that can add to the impact while still not even adding any aliens to the show like well, mm-hmm. bypassing the entire issue of if you have a room full of aliens, it's going to be hard to relate to them, even just from the lack of ability to do facial expressions on the prosthetics. Like you can show just that extra element of like, oh, they're being split up. The Empire's dividing these people and who knows what's happening to the aliens. Use your imagination. Mm-hmm. But we've at mm-hmm. least shown that something is happening there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Save her. All right, is there anything else we want to talk about? Do we have any emails we want to cover, Corey, before we um, wrap her up? Email-wise, we have a question from Nick, which was kind of related to the discussion we were having about uh, the show's performance. Uh, it was suggested that the title itself might discourage casual fans and others from checking out an otherwise awesome show. With that in mind, what title would you give Andor in order to make it more widely appealing? I said Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, nerd. If Shadows of the Empire didn't exist. I'd say, I'd say uh, uh, power, the power of the Empire or something, something, something on like the House of the, uh, of the Dragon or something like that. Power of the Empire. <laughs> you know, or like, uh, what's, what's, the, uh, what's it called? The Fist of the Empire? What's it called? The, that faction? Empire of the Hand? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Something along. Yeah, I agree with Justin. Something. It's got to be something like that. Empire, Empire do be scary. What? What, what the Empire doing? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> what the Empire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. That I. I agree, hundred percent. Because you got to have the word Empire in there. People will be like, oh wow. They no. should have just called it. Show's really good. Please watch it. Yeah, not Andor. I wouldn't have called it Andor. Yeah. It's not our yeah, job just... to come up with the name. This their yeah. title, Cody Gilroy. He's done it again. There you go. <laughs> Easy peasy. Rogue two. <laughs> Rogue zero point <laughs> five. Oh, yeah. Rogue zero would have actually not been bad. That would have been absolutely <laughs> terrible. <laughs> no. <one. laughs> Rogue zero. <laughs> it's the prequel, guys. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Andor is not the not the one. But they're doing it because because it's like that's the same with what Marvel's doing, She Hulk and Hawkeye and whatever. You know, like they're just following that trend and it's I don't know if it's the best thing in the world. No, I don't think so. And the one they one time they do it do Rangers of the Heart what was it? Rangers of the Republic? Rangers of the, the Republic. Republic, yeah. The Republic. That's that title's ass. <laughs> like, well, the opinion. show's gone, so yeah, good. I don't even know what that would have been about. I don't want to know it. Current dude fighting against vaccine mandates. (laughs) (laughs) Kara, Gina, none of this was in the script. What are you talking about? You know what else wasn't in the script? Actually, I'm not even going to go there. Let's move on. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was going to make a joke. Let's move on, yeah. 
Uh, next question comes from Joel, who asked, do you think we'll ever get another show of the same caliber and sophistication as the writing in Andor? Yeah, I think so. Hope so. Hey, Dave won't allow it. I see, like, I think in a way, now, I, like, The Mandalorian, I love it. I think that it's as effective at what it's trying to do as Andor is mm-hmm. at what it tries to do. Mm-hmm. It's Now, it's completely different, and... I wouldn't say sophisticated, obviously, but like it nails the the um, the serial Western action Star Wars feel. This nails what this is doing. So uh, I think it's very possible that for one, I do think a show will be as good as this, whether they'll actually go as deep into kind of anti Star Wars territories. This is one I don't know, but. I'm kind of wondering uh, if the Acolyte is going to end up being more in this Oh, vein. yeah, that's a good point. I mean, same <laughs> with Skeleton Crew, too. Like, like that's the thing. It's like um, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, they're all made for children. And Andor isn't. Andor is not made for children at all. Yeah, we got to see people um, in butts. Almost. And yeah, they, they're, using, they're using words that even I struggle with. I'm like, wow, is that real? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Even you struggle with Charlie? <laughs> because I have the I I I've I've got the illiteracy literacy level of a child, so like I'm a good, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm the good bar, you know. If I clap, I understand, and I'm jumping up and down <laughs> in my chair. <laughs> it's him! It's him! And then and, and it's all, and then you got Mon Mothma and whatever his name being like, yeah, but the, the taxes just don't work here, love. You know, you pulled out 400,000. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm not smiling. <laughs> yeah. So that, that scene was kind of sick, though. We literally had a scene of space tax. <laughs> I mean, tax is mentioned explicitly in the episode one opening crawl. So yeah. rewatch that movie. This was actually you on tax discussion. This was less uh, specifically tax and more space money laundering. Like this is yeah, when yeah, they yeah. Call and it also Walter makes sense. Yeah, unlike episode one, which is almost totally nonsense. But <laughs> the it's it might like good. we're never gonna know how much a credit is ever worth in Star Wars. There's so much rapid yeah, inflation and deflation. It's like a uh, it's basically like the whole galaxy has adopted Bitcoin as their. <laughs> <laughs> as their currency it just every day it's worth something different yeah they stole enough money to buy a sock one day an x-wing the other day 30 yeah. x-wings the next day like four hundred thousand credits on a on the grand scale who knows how much that actually is like i think luke sells his speeder for a couple grand as well yeah well how tatooine. much do they charge to go to tatooine again or to go to Alder- alderaan again um twenty five thousand wasn't it or 2,500. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, 10,000 up front with 15,000. 25 grand to travel to Alderaan. Oh my god, I was actually right. Yeah. Let's go. Congratulations. <laughs> I, that was an extra and, that, and, that's from, was... and that is from General Kenobi, the fucking negotiator as well. So <laughs> That's yeah. entirely coming out of his fucking wages from slicing desert fish for... <laughs> there's also that aspect of like okay you're gonna get there untraced because like i'm assuming the empire is looking at every single bit of yeah traveling obi-wan had that money 
Yeah, Ed Holland I, I didn't mean, think it was weird. He thought he was getting a good deal, but like... Yeah, I mean, like... So basically, the, the Rebels stole 400 fucking dollars. Yeah. 400... Oh, the 80 million credits. Yeah. What was it? Oh, was it 80 million? Yeah, I they it was, paid 80... Oh, okay. They got 80 million. Okay, I yeah, thought it was, it was... Okay, I thought it was 800,000. I thought it was You're actually joking me. You thought I just it couldn't was remember. 800. It, it's, it's all nonsense. Like, it's complete nonsense. They could call it a, a gajillion fucking <laughs> nonny box, and, like, who cares? It's, it's supposed to be a lot. That's all I know. <sighs> we're yeah, no. We're stealing <laughs> the... The entire garrison's worth of Neopets bucks. Great. <laughs> Buy, I hope you can get some fucking X-Wings for it. They've We're stealing down all the their store. Habo They've locked down the store. All their Habo Hotel Fernie will be ours. <laughs> 800,000. Can't believe that. I mean, that, that would change the way you'd see the whole thing. It was like eight, 80 million is like not, it's like 100% of what 800,000 is, right? No, it ain't. No. 10%. Shut no. up. 80 million, no, no, 800,000 is 10% of 80 million. Am I, or is it 10% or 1%? I don't know. I'm not making quick math. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not worry about it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we've had, uh, we actually had a pretty high concentration of emails about if or when we'd be getting to certain books in the last week don't ask uh, us that yeah so generally we don't have like a full schedule of what we're going to be doing long into the future uh we basically decide a few episodes out at a time if that uh ultimately the goal is to get to everything and ideally get to them at times where it makes sense so like death troopers was one we did get asked about and hopefully at some point we'll do that around a halloween episode uh, obviously we we're not doing that this year because me and f were taking uh, a little bit of time away from the from reading, we've forgotten how, so we're trying to reteach ourselves. Uh, but yeah, so if if it's a Star Wars book, you can generally assume that we're getting to it sometime down the line, <laughs> unless one of us dies or we cancel the show. Uh, but it, it's it's kind of hard for us to know exactly what or when, because some of them we we want to have guests on, and like with Lost Stars, we wanted to do that for a while, but uh, we still need to work that out. Yeah, I with, fucking uh, read it. Alex, but yeah. uh, but yeah, yeah. The only one we can say with confidence is Dark Journey will probably happen in late November, early December. But that's about as far as our planning goes right now. Yep. Uh, but we didn't have too many questions that were directly related to Andor, other than that, I'm not going to make Charlie sit through. Uh, questions about Jedi Fallen Order because I know he hasn't played it. What? If you Sorry? want to send what, what, in okay? <laughs> uh, Pod Racer. Galactic Pod Racer. Star Wars Space Race. But if you want to send in a question for a future episode, you can send that into tapcaftransmissions at gmail.com. There is no E in tapcaf. Uh, we've had one or two that have gone missing and I haven't been able to, to find from people who mm -hmm. said they sent in an email. So just make sure you're doing T-A-P-C-A-F transmissions at gmail.com. And also leave a review on any platform that... I just checked. No it. new ones. What the fuck is going on? Hmm? Oh. Hold on one no second. I'm going to get sorry. Murphy. What did he All say? Right. New, no new what? 
no new uh no new reviews because it's a podcast people can review it like, oh, like you did with the X2 podcast where you'd leave fake reviews for our own podcast <laughs> in the comments. Sell the podcast. Who could resist? <laughs> <laughs> that that I that I really wanted to be the slogan for the X2 we're, podcast. Hi Murphy. But, oh my god. We're, we're trying to do an outro here and Justin took off his headphones and walked away then <laughs> subjected dog. his dog to this nonsense. <laughs> The dog started falling, and the dude just fucking grabs his neck. Look how sad he is. I didn't grab his neck. Look how sad he is about no reviews. Oh, did we read all the ones from last week, or did we say we'd leave some of them for this week? No, we read them all. We did actually read them all. Okay. (laughs) You did grab his neck. I just watched the stream. (laughs) So I definitely had another hand. You know one of those like you know one of those bracelets that you slap onto your hand and it automatically goes around your your wrist. That was your hand around his neck. Okay, I'm not abusing my dog though. I just want to make that clear. I was not. You make it sound like I was pulling him up by the fucking throat. (laughs) Come here, Murphy. For one, he's an 80 pound dog. He's heavy. Ah, dear. But yeah, right, we were just talking about the, uh, the fake the fake podcast reviews for X X clips. Oh yeah, no the X two. Tell the podcast who could resist. That is a slogan and a half. All right, thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> Next week, probably no episode. We might talk about Andor if uh, if we do have the hardware set up for it. Uh, no Game gaming stream tonight. Week after that, no. we're gonna be back, definitely talking about Andor. That'll be episode eleven, I think. Uh, unless something else more important than Andor comes up, I doubt it. We'd talk about that instead, though. So two weeks from now, Ooh. definitely an episode. Next week, no episode. Make sure you you write that into your schedules. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Charlie, for joining us. No worries. Remember, buy Vite Ramen. The on curry flavor. You can't. It's sold out. When it comes Plus. back. I'm not worried.